0: As I said, I do not believe that it is a coincidence God led me to preach this today. I could feel it from the very beginning of the service that there was a hunger in this house, a hunger for the presence of the Lord. And that's really all I'm talking about today. So there you go. Now we can all go home. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 33 and verse 15, we got to understand the situation. Moses walking down from the mountain found the children of Israel committing idol worship. He threw down the Ten Commandments. It was this big ordeal. Many of the children of Israel died in that because of their sins. Now Moses is up, back up in the mountain, and he's pleading with the Lord for the children of Israel. He makes this statement in Exodus chapter 33 and 15. He said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. What he was saying is, is if you're just going to leave us, then you might as well destroy us. Because I can't live without you. Oh, Jesus, I can't live without you. This was his desire. I know the children of Israel, I know we fell and we failed and we messed up, but God, we still can't live without you. And we have no desire to do so. Verse 17, we see the Lord's response. He said unto Moses, Exodus 33 and 17, he says, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken. For thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. Then, something happens that is rare in Scripture. Almost as if the entire mood shifts. Moses recognizes, not only do I have an opportunity here to repent, to plead the case for the children of Israel, but I've got... The grace of God. I've got the attention of God. So Moses took advantage of that moment. And he said to him, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. I beseech thee, show me thy glory. I feel the glory of the Lord in this place today. (laughs) Hallelujah. I just want to preach for a little bit on this title. How much glory do you want? Can we put our Bibles down right now and begin to talk to the Lord? Let's let the Holy Ghost flow. You know what? It doesn't, I don't need to be the one who preaches today. If God wants to take over and preach, let Him do so. But God, this is your church, these are your people. I am your servant. God, we're here today because we are hungry for you, Lord. We desire you. <laughs> We desire you, Lord. We desire you, Lord. We want to feel your presence. Lord, we want to be filled with your spirit. There is a longing in our hearts for you, God. There is a longing in our hearts for you. There is a yearning in our spirits, God, for more of you, Lord. Oh, show us your glory in this place. Show us your glory in this place. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name, show us your glory. Can you just say that one time to the Lord? Show us your glory. Show us your glory, Lord, in this place. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands to him. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. God bless you. You may be seated. I don't plan on preaching long. I'll preach until the glory falls. How about that? Hallelujah. In his book, Made for More, Brian Kinsey told this story. Brian Kinsey, he's a a pastor in our movement, uh, somebody I've had the privilege of meeting several times. He pastors up in North Florida in the Panhandles, in fact, and uh, he told a story in his book about this boy, an eight-year-old boy named Robert. He rode on the church bus to a children's revival one night. He had not attended church with his family. He was from a rough neighborhood. His parents neglected him. He obviously was in need of more for his life. That night at the altar call, he accepted the invitation to come down where Brian Kinsey recounted that he began to pray, to weep, and to cry right there in the altar. Hallelujah. This little eight-year-old boy, as he cried and prayed, was filled with the Holy Spirit of God and the Holy Ghost, and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. Isn't that amazing? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you, God still does that here today. Praise God. And if you've not spoken in tongues as the Spirit filled you, then I tell you, that's a supernatural experience that even an eight-year-old boy could have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When he was finished praying, the altar worker began to explain to him that what he was feeling was the love of God for him. This little lost boy was overwhelmed with this joy of the Lord. He didn't have much in his life, and perhaps that's what prompted him to ask the altar worker this question. An innocent question from a child that just tasted the best thing he had ever tasted in his life. He says, can I have as much of this as I want? And this morning, I just simply would like to answer that question for anybody who may be wondering. Yes, you can have as much of this as you want. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, God is not short of His Spirit, His power, and His anointing. The question is not, how much can I get? The question is, how much do I want from the Lord? praise God. Maybe this is simply part two of my sermon capacity that I preached the first Sunday in January. Perhaps we're just setting on a course to seek after the glory of God. But I feel today like God sent me to tell you that He is not setting the limitation on how much we can see from the Lord. He is not setting the limitation of how much of the glory we enjoy Encounter, but rather we set the limitation and we have to ask ourselves uh, how much do I really want the presence and the glory of the Lord? How much do I want it? Because he has an overabundance and he's able to do it for you. Somebody say for me. He's able to do it for you. Can I tell you that God has a lot for you. In his in His spirit, he has a lot for you. Hallelujah, there is so much glory. Hallelujah, the presence of God is in this place. And I don't know what you came in here with, but I tell you, you can leave here with the glory of God inside of you. I don't mean to embarrass brother Lewis, but a, a line he said to me last Sunday as God touched him by the power of the Holy Ghost. He looked up at me and he said, I didn't know that could happen to me. Let me tell you, it can happen to eight-year-old Robert. It can also happen to you, and it can happen to the person next to you. Why is that? It's because God's God His blessing, and his glory, all you need to do is ask how much do I want? Oh, hallelujah, praise God. Moses, he said this line: Oh, God, show me thy glory.
1: <laughs>
0: Can we just for a moment take stock? of the glory Moses has already been shown in his life. He showed Moses salvation when he saved his life as a baby, sent him down the Nile River in a basket uh, so that the guards could not slay him. He showed Mo- Moses purpose when he called them out of a burning bush. Oh, Hallelujah. He called or he showed Moses power when he performed the ten plagues in Egypt and set the Israelites free. He showed Moses deliverance when he split the Red Seas and the children of Israel walked through on dry land. He showed Moses provision when he provided manna and quail in the wilderness. He showed Moses guidance when with his own finger he wrote the law. On two tablets of stone Hallelujah What do you mean Moses Show me your glory It seems like you've seen a lot Of God's glory But something inside of Moses said I'm not satisfied With what I've seen Up until now I want more let me tell you it doesn't matter where you are I don't care if you've been living for God for a week or if you've been living for God for 20 years there is still more to see there is still glory to behold <clears throat> Come on, Moses. You mean you weren't satisfied with salvation? No, I want more. I want more than just repenting of my sins. If you've not repented of your sins, you need to do that today. Give those sins over to the Lord. I want more than just baptism in the name of Jesus. If you've not been baptized, we're baptizing too here today after service. It's an important step. <coughs> Hallelujah, if all you've done is receive the Holy Ghost, that's amazing. That's God's spirit living inside you. That's an amazing step. But let me tell you, these are just the beginning things of what God has for you. But he still has more glory for you. Pastor, I've, I've been coming here, and as I've been here, I've discovered my purpose. You must have gone through the Discover Purpose membership course. I've discovered my purpose. That's awesome. You still got more to go, there's still more of God to see. Pastor, since I've been here, I've beheld the power of God as he's performed miracle after miracle. He's answered prayer after prayer. That's awesome! But you're still just scratching the surface uh, of what God has for you. Pastor, since I've started coming here, I've been delivered from drugs. I've been delivered for cursing. I've been delivered from pornography. That's amazing. I pray if you need deliverance today, God will deliver you. But there is still more glory. I've seen the provision of God. He's taken care of my finances. He's provided food for my table. That's amazing. More. Somebody shout more. More. I've sought the Lord's will. I've sought his guidance. I needed direction. And he gave it to me in the sermon. He gave it to me in prayer. He gave it to me when I was reading the Bible. Guess what? There's still more. Everybody shout more. Because it doesn't matter where you are in your walk with God. There's still more. Have you got your full? Have you got your fill? Are you content with the bare minimum? Are you content with your job, your position as you hold it now in the church? Are you content with just praying for yourself? Or do you want to pray for others and see them touched as well? Are you content with just the blessings of God? Or is there something inside of you that says, I want to behold the glory of God. I want to be in the presence of the Lord. And the story doesn't end there. See, Not only did Moses see salvation, purpose, power, deliverance, provision, and guidance, but he specifically, literally saw the glory of God. Exodus chapter 24 and verse 16 says, In the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days, and the seventh day... He called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. Look at this, verse 17. And the sight of the glory of the Lord was the devouring, was like devouring fire on top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. They could see the glory of God, but because of their carnality, They could just only see it as a fearful thing. They saw the glory of God as something that was fearful and threatening. Can I tell you, you don't have to be afraid of the glory of the Lord. You don't have to be afraid of the presence of God. You don't have to be afraid of the supernatural. You don't have to be afraid of what God may show you. Let me tell you, it'll change your life. It'll set you free. It'll give you purpose. But you don't have to be afraid. God's got something great for your life. All you got to do is decide, I want more. Because while the rest of the children of Israel are looking at this glory cloud and saying, look, it looks like a devouring fire. Don't go up there. You don't know what the glory of God will do to you. You don't know what it's going to do to your life. You don't know. I can't tell you how many times, Sister Smith, I've had somebody tell me, I can't give it to God right now because I'm afraid of what He's going to take out of my life. I'm afraid of what the glory of God is going to devour. But look at the next scripture. Moses, he looks up. He sees the glory cloud. And he says, all right. And he walks right into it. Why? Because he says, if the glory of God is there, I don't care if it devours me. I want the glory of God. Oh, <laughs> Can I tell you that the most successful among us, they are the ones who decide in their heart. I don't care if nobody else is praying. I'm going to pray. And I don't care if nobody else is praising God. I'm going to praise God. I don't care if nobody else is coming to church. I'm going to go to church. I don't care if Wednesday night Bible study is only the three of us. I'm going to go. Why? Because I need the glory of God. Oh, would you clap your hands? Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. And after all that, Moses is standing on the mountain. He's witnessed so much in his life so much of the miraculous, so much of the glory. Yet, when he has an opportunity, they weren't even talking about his glory. The topic was about God sparing the lives of the children of Israel. But the moment that God said he had, Moses had his favor. Moses said, I've got to use this as an opportunity. Show me thy glory. That word glory comes from the Hebrew word kabbald. It means abundance. Moses said, I'm not content with what I've had in my life and what I've seen, but I want the abundance. Can I preach to you for just a moment, my heart? I can tell you that I have seen some of the greatest moves of God. I've been in three, four-hour altar calls just simply laid out on the floor because the glory of the Lord was so strong. I've seen people get out of wheelchairs. I've seen people be healed right before my eyes. I've seen hundreds at this point receive the gift of the Holy Ghost as I prayed for them personally. I'm not bragging. I'm just giving an account of the glory I've seen, the opportunities I've had. But can I tell you, the moment I get content with all of that is the moment I start walking backwards. I tell you, we either got forward motion or we're going to be in reverse. We got to keep pursuing after the glory of God and saying, I'm not content, but I want more. I want the abundance of God. I don't just want these small little things. I want the abundance of God. I want all that I can get from the Lord. How much do you want? How much do you want? If we are to see a great outpouring in this church, the likes of which will change our city, then there needs to be a church. There's going to have to be a church that says, I'm not content with where I am right now in God. If we're going to see the glory of the Lord in our city, And I know you've got a heart to reach souls. And I'm so thankful for this church and your commitment to the church and to reaching souls. But can I express to you, without the glory of God, everything we do will be in vain. No, but something has to come over the church where we say, I don't want church as usual. I don't want to just come in the church in the house and I don't want to just fill a a role. I don't want to just hear a pretty sermon and go down to the altar for a couple of minutes and repent of my sins. The Bible says that we are immature when all we do is repent. If all you do every Sunday is you got to come in and repent, that's immaturity. He says I need you to move past that experience and begin to move into a realm where you are seeking after my glory. I want that to sit for a moment. I want to see the glory of God. First Chronicles chapter 22 and 19. This is my, my challenge to you, higher purpose. He says, now, everybody say, now. Set your heart and your soul to seek after the Lord your God. Set your heart and your soul to seek after them, Him. We have to set ourselves in a position where we say, God, I'm ready now. I'm positioning myself. To seek after you. You know what? Sometimes that's not easy. Sometimes it's going to take an hour long altar call. Am am I right? Hallelujah. Sometimes you're going to have to stay in the altar when you don't even feel like the Lord is there. But you stay. And you say, God, I'll wait until the glory comes down. Sometimes I'm going to have to go out of my way to go to prayer meeting in order to seek after him. Sometimes I'm going to have to neglect something at home. Hallelujah. In order to take time to seek after the Lord. Hallelujah. But are you set to seek him? Are you set? To seek after the Lord. Jeremiah 29 and 13, he gives us this promise, and ye shall seek me and find me. Win! Everybody say win! You shall search for me with all of your heart. That's the problem right there is we're still on the line. Do I really want all of this? Or do I want just a portion of this and a portion of the world and a portion of this life? He says when you come and you surrender it all, you're going to find the glory of the Lord. You're going to see the power of God. You're going to see him move. In your life, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have this promise that if we seek for him, we will find him. The Lord says, Blessed are they who hunger after righteousness, for they shall be filled. We've got to get something in us that says, I'm not content, but I'm going to seek. I want to be careful telling this story. It's a story that if you've been here for a while, you've heard, but I don't try to tell too often because some of you are going to think I'm absolutely crazy. That's all right. I remember being in my bedroom one day. I was seeking God. I was praying. I was reading the Bible. I was and something just came over me, a hunger for the Lord. Something in me that just said, I, I need more. I want more. I want to see more. I was knelt down at my bed as I begin to pray, God, show me more. I don't know what it is. I don't care what it is. But God, I want to see more. I want to witness something. As I sat there and prayed, I was there for a while until all of a sudden I felt like the atmosphere in the room completely changed. I was still knelt down at my bed, but I felt like that feeling like somebody's standing behind you. I felt like there was a voice that was speaking to me, telling me, turn around, turn around. I was so scared and nervous because I knew God was about to show me something that I'd never seen before. Finally, I mustered up enough courage and I turned around. And I know some people might think I'm crazy for this, but I'm telling you right there in my room, there was an angel. An angel standing there looking right at me. I felt the glory of God, and I began to speak in tongues, and I even began to talk to the angel. I asked the angel questions and I won't get into all of that. But I still distinctly remember when I sat there staring at that angel thinking this is the pinnacle of my life. I'll never be the same at this point on. Thinking this is it. What else will I ever see That's greater than this. That's when the Lord spoke to me and said, Do you want to see more? I said, God, more than this? There's an angel standing in my room. How could I see more than just this? I felt in my spirit I needed to turn. All I had in the room was just a a flame, a, a candle lit. I felt God just speak to me and tell me I needed to put the candle out. I went and put the candle out. I put the little it was a glass jar, and I put the top on it so the, the flame just slowly died out. And as that flame slowly died out, that angel began to glow brighter and brighter, to the point to where when the flame completely went out, uh, I covered my eyes because my first reaction was that the light was so bright it would hurt me. But I realized it didn't hurt. I took my hand down, and I could see this angel with this bright light shining. It filled the entire room. I sat down on the bed. I looked down. There was a chair next to my bed. I looked down and I saw a sword on that chair. This sword was shining bright just like the angel. And God spoke to me and said to pick up that sword. I reached down wondering how in the world am I going to pick this up. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't like this was physically happening. It was obviously in the spirit. I had no idea what was going to happen. But when I put my hand on the butt of that sword, my hand wrapped around my Bible. had one of those pocket sized Bibles and to my knowledge it wasn't even in my room it was in the living room but when I put my hand over that sword my hand wrapped around my Bible I picked it up and I could feel in my hand the Bible but I could only see a sword and the angel lifted up his sword he said this is my sword and that is your sword you're called to preach the gospel of the Lord now I'm not trying to say that to to try to say that you have to see an angel, but I'm trying to say that if you want more, God will give you more. If you desire for the Lord to show you something, God will show you something. Hallelujah! All you gotta do is decide I want more. Can we stand to our feet? (laughs) (coughs) Many in this place have seen angels. I'm not the only. Many in this place have seen miracles. I'm not the only one. Hallelujah. Many in this place have spoken in tongues as the Spirit filled them. I'm not the only one. This isn't all about me. This is about what God is able to do with a heart that seeks after the Lord. We must become like David. David. In Psalms 27 and 4 he says one thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all of the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple the purity of Moses' request is that he wasn't praying for deliverance and he wasn't praying for salvation he wasn't praying for provision he just simply said God I want to see more of your glory more of you more of you And the heart here today, if you've come here to seek after the Lord, I'm here to tell you, God, he's going to reveal himself to you. If you've not been baptized, you can be baptized. If you've not received the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, God will fill you with his spirit today. If you need deliverance, God will give you deliverance. you need provision, he'll give you provision. If all you want It's just more of God. Then you're going to find more of him. Right here, right now. I'm done preaching. I know that this was a different kind of sermon. But I'm wondering if anybody's hungry for more of the Lord. Anybody says, hallelujah, that I want as much as I can get. Come on now, how much do you want Him? How much do you want? You set the limit. How much do you want? How much glory do you want in this place? Oh come on would you set yourself right now to seek him set yourself in a position right now to call out to him in the name of Jesus oh Oh, Jesus
2: I see the cloud.
0: barely glimpsed at what he has for you you've barely glimpsed at his plan for your life you've barely glimpsed at the glory of God he says there's more he says there's more how much do you want how much do you want
3: there's more
1: Glory
2: to
0: I have as much as I want. You better believe you can. I, you can have as much as you want. Oh, come on, you want to be a preacher? Hallelujah. Then you can have as much as you want. You want to pray for miracles? You can have as much as you want. You want to see the glory of God? You can have as much as you want.
2: me live every day in your presence God teach me to walk every day every day living in your (laughs) presence and I see the cloud
1: I stare See yeah.
0: We're seeing it right now. We're seeing the fruits of our hunger, the fruits of our seeking. Victory in the name of Jesus. Victory in the name of Jesus. come da this da why da were created this is why you were created da 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 it was to worship Him. It was to seek His face. Icaro ta yada dabo suturada dabo hatna.
3: should be released from your lips tonight. Come
1: on, raise it now. Oh, that's good, y'all. Raise it, raise it. Emotion.
0: Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. I know there's a lot going on right now, but praise the Lord if we can. Let's go ahead, and we're gonna have a couple baptisms before we go through the work at lunch. How about we we do this now? Though we're gonna dismiss, and those who need to be are getting baptized can get ready, and then we'll move straight over there to do the baptism. Then after the baptism. We can do lunch. Can we do that? Can we just pray real quick? A prayer of dismissal, Lord. We thank you, God, for all that you've done today. I pray, God, you would allow that desire to burn in us. A desire for more of you, Lord. And I pray that you would fill it, Lord Jesus, as we seek you. We love you, God, and we thank you for what you're doing. Please continue to work in our lives and bless those who are being baptized today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. If you're praying, please continue to pray as long as you would want. God bless you. Let's move over there uh, for the baptisms right now.